0: Welcome to the Little Extra Lambo Podcast. We are recording in the palatial podcast studios right here, South Hill, Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing today? We have a great show for you. I keep getting messages, I keep getting emails, you know, I give relationship advice on not only the podcast, but as well as uh, my social media platforms, and... I, I talk a lot about red flags, red flags to look for red flags. Don't typically go away. Red flags in a man who is growing, who knows what he wants to get out of life. The red flags that you look for in women are what they are going to bring into your relationship. They're going to move forward through their future with these red flags. So I get asked all the time, you know, what, what, when it comes to the red flags, how how do you get past them? How do you get rid of the red flags? And the simple answer is they don't. What they're comfortable with and what they're used to is what women will just continue doing. And if they don't see that what their actions are, what they're doing, whatever the scenario is, if they don't think that it's a problem, they're not going to work on it. I have dated... Plenty of girls who have had lots of red flags, but it's a red flag from me, not a red flag for them. So if you can understand that, then you can see what we're working with here. They're not going to make an adjustment if it doesn't benefit them. So I get asked all the time, what are red flags to look, look forward or to look for in a relationship? What are red flags to look out for, to watch for? What are the signs That's a common question, and not just me. That's a common question to a lot of people. But then I get asked, well, what are some green flags to look forward to? What are some green flags that should stand out, and how can I use these green flags to benefit my relationship or the relationship that I'm looking for? Uh, I've came up with a list of, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, as I roll the page over 15. My top 15. I just kind of started writing them out and of of what I think you should look for. Um, they're in no no order, so but I will highlight the ones that I think are more beneficial. And then the question was asked: okay, well, if if you know I'm gonna use 15 as my number, if you have a certain number of, of green flags that you're looking for, how many red flags, how many green flags overlap the red flags so if a woman has red flags but she also has green flags then I think you need to process what her red flags are can she get over them and do her green flags overlap those red flags so uh, I I've, I dated, a, an, an <clears throat> dated an amazing woman once dated an amazing woman once and she had a lot of green flags, a lot of green flags. and But there were red flags that were there that you just kind of overlook. Eventually, those red flags start to go over the top of the green flags, the good in her, the the amazing times that you did have together. Sometimes those red flags, depending on what they are, <clears throat> depending on what they are, they they can take over the goodness in her. And some red flags you just can't get over. Some red flags is a relationship you cannot just get over. Also, if she is not willing to accept that those red flags are there, number one, number two, needs to be worked on, then that is a problem that will continue on through your relationship probably end your relationship. So, that's what you got to look for. You got to look for the red flags. How can you manage and navigate those red flags? Are there more green flags that can over overmatch the the red flags in a positive way? But in my in my experience, those red flags just somewhat do not go away and they they can Overtake the green flags. So it depends on what those red flags are. So I made up a list. And when the older you get, eh, I, I, I kind of have two different scenarios here. The older you get, the pool of picking from is less. The pool might be greater, but it's swimming with red flags. And that's what you got to navigate through. That's why we do the the podcast shows that we do to to bring to light the red flags. Uh, with this podcast, I'm going to talk about the green flags, the ones that we're looking for. This is this is the the types that we're looking for. And maybe it doesn't fit for you. Maybe you are a guy that wants the you know the fully tatted face tattoos, the f- arm sleeves the vulgar mouth the you know shots of tequila until she passes out maybe maybe that is what you're attracted to and drawn to I would also say that I don't care what situations that you are attracted to there is obviously something in what you're looking for of why you have not found what you're looking for so maybe and this is for both sexes, men and women, you both need to evaluate what you're looking for because something, the older that you get, you have not found what you're looking for and it's probably not realistic. And that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing that kills most relationships is unrealistic expectations. Having the having that urge to scratch the the need that you want of this and this and this and this um you know are, are, i'm just going to use these as an example as an example not saying that they're bad in any way but a woman with arm sleeves she parties she's uh has lots of friends on on both sides um you know in, in bars or at home or part you know whatever you need to evaluate what you're looking for. If you're into the party scene, if you're into the party girl, if you're into the flirtatious girl, and that's what you have been chasing this entire time, and, and that goes away, you know, same thing for a man, if the man is that way, and that's what you're drawn to, the bad boy look, I fucking hate that word, the bad boy, he's a bad boy. Yeah, and where has that gotten you? It's gotten you nowhere. It hasn't gotten you what you're looking for. It has gotten you heartbreak. It's gotten you your ups and downs and your roller coasters because you keep chasing the same guy. You keep chasing the same girl. And there is so much more out there to offer, especially in in you know in today's arm of social media and dating apps and whatever else. The the finding somebody out there is at your fingertips. So use it wisely, though. I I think a while ago I was going to talk about doing a show about social media and dating apps or at least talk about it. And I, I don't think I've done that yet. But today's show, we're going to talk about green flags. There are plenty of people out there, plenty of people out there that are mentally healthy. They are actively conscious. They... They bring, they have great insight into themselves. They know what they want. They know what they've gone through, the hurt that they've dealt with. And now they're, they're healed, they're healthy, they're doing their best to, um, you know, to be better, to better themselves financially, to better better themselves through their work better themselves through their own happiness. They are in that path. They are past the hurt from their past relationship. There are plenty of people that are out there. There are a lot of people out there who are healthy like this, but they're not looking for somebody. They don't want to ruin their happiness by now chasing after somebody and then getting themselves back into the situation that they just came out of in today's world that is a problem because because of social media because of dating apps everybody's looking for the next best thing and I think you're chasing the idea of something that just is not realistic. So again that goes back to finding what you want and being realistic about what is actually gonna make you happy. You could have a dream girl You could have, you know, whatever it is that you're looking for, whatever it is that you want in a relationship, that you want in her looks, that you want in her height, that you want in her hair color, whatever it is. You can find your dream girl, but will it be enough? Will you then go, all right, I got this one. Now let me see what else I can find. Then I think you need to remove yourself from the dating aspect or make it clear what your intentions are. Make it clear with her that you do not want to have a relationship with her. You you just want to have a fun time. You want to have relations and that's it. Make it clear what you want because all you're going to do is you're going to ruin it for the next guy coming through. If all you want to do is just add a notch to your belt and then move on and she's wanting to have a relationship with somebody real, that somebody, somebody that she can grow with, and that is not your intentions, make it real. Women, please do the same thing. If you don't want to have a relationship with somebody, but you just want to have bedtime fun, then make that clear from the beginning. Do not waste that person's efforts, that person's emotions, that person's journey, on your bedroom fun when they could be searching for the person that they actually want to be with. Maybe it is you, but that's not where you're at in life. And trust me, if that was me, if I'm asking you out and you say, I'm just really looking for some bedtime fun, make that clear right away. And I'll go, thank you for your time. But I think I'm going to keep looking that's what that's where we need to be honest with ourselves we need to make sure that we have that sense of value that sense of worth that sense of happiness within ourselves that we can then communicate with the person that we that we're talking to so but there are there are plenty of healthy people out there you just you have to find them but you also have to ask the questions you have to you have to put yourself out there okay and there's a difference between putting yourself out there and simping. There is a huge difference. Simping is when you over and over and over and over and over put yourself out there. You you know, all you're doing is compliment, 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 compliment with nothing coming back in return. That is simping. Now, if you engage, you know, there this beautiful woman is in the, Lettuce aisle in the produce section at at the supermarket. Terrible example, but it's what I got. She's looking at lettuce. She doesn't know if she wants romaine. She doesn't know if she wants iceberg. She's contemplating on two. That's an opening. I I struggle with my lettuce as well. You know, something. That that was kind of (laughs) terrible. Don't do that. Um, But there's an opening there that you can create some context, create some communication. You can create this. You know, there's an opening there. So use it. If she shows any, you know, and that's the other problem with dating today is you might make that opening and and make a joke about the lettuce, whatever. And she'll turn around and say, I don't need you or whatever. And just say, hey, thanks. Just what was just trying to help with your lettuce, whatever. You know, just apologize. But don't let that deter you from doing it again. There are these women out there that are just so independent, we'll call it. So independent that they just don't want to be engaged like that. So, But don't let that discourage you. Women, the same thing. Women, I think, need to take more of an active role. If they see it, if they see an attractive man sitting there at the lettuce debating on which one that they want to buy, women, make that, make that move as well. You don't have to let them be the first one to make, the, let the man make the first move to you. Women can make the first move to a man. They can they can have that opening, and trust me as as a guy who has tried to do this, and it has not it has not worked. You're very on edge, I guess, because you don't know how the reaction is going to come across. Let's just say she's, you know she is in a relationship, she is married, whatever, and the the telltale sign on the finger is not there. Just make it clear. We're just trying to put ourselves out there. Just make it clear. Hey, I'm seeing somebody. Hey, uh, you know, I got a husband, whatever. But women can do that, and there is no hard feelings, I guess, after the woman has done that. Hey, I'm I'm married. You know, my girlfriend says that she likes the romaine, but I kind of like this. Just play it off. We're just communicating, people. We are humans. We don't know what your story is on your side until we ask a question. So. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. If you see a pretty lady standing there debating on if she wants romaine or iceberg lettuce, ask the question. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Who cares? But you opened yourself up. You were vulnerable. You were able to create that context, that communication. So don't be afraid. Just do it. Um, Continuously talk about red flags and my green flag list. So let's jump into it. Uh, again, no no particular order, and you can use these as you want. The question that has been brought up several times is, how many red flags do you look for? How many red flags should you tolerate? How many red flags you know, can you allow? And again, I think that comes down to what you're looking for, that comes down to what the red flags are. That comes down to is she willing to work on the red flags that she has. When it comes to green flags, you obviously you want all of the green flags you can get. There is no minimum amount. But I believe that the, the correct answer to this is there should be two green flags for every red flag. Some people might disagree. They should say there should be five green flags for every red flag. Just depends on where you're at in life as well. You know, you don't want to settle. That's the worst thing that any male or female can do in a relationship is settle. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care if you're wanting to date chickens. Don't care. If you settle, you are not going to be happy. So this person needs to be and that's number fifteen for me, and I'm going to save that one for last. That one I think is the absolute most important one. So again, you want to you want as many green flags as you should get. I believe you should have two green flags for every red flag. There is no no woman is is that perfect that she has no red flags. Again, on the other coin, there's no men that has you know no red flags at all. So I think men and women can both use this show. But since I kind of speak more to men, I'm going to just continue speaking towards men. Females, don't, don't take, uh, you know, don't, don't get all Karen on me and don't think that I hate you, whatever. Don't take this as well. Use this for yourself as well. Because I think they, they overlap to both sides. Number one, is she comfortable discussing her past without anger or dwelling Okay, and does she talk about her future? Does she talk about what she's looking for? The anger of the past is your past relationship of marriage, the past relationship of of dating. Is this guy the you know he's the worst? He's a, he's the worst human ever. He's a you know he's an asshole. He's a douchebag. He's you know does she just keep going on and on and on and on about how bad this guy is? Or is it, yeah, you know, we were together, it didn't work out, there's some things that happened, you know, you don't need to get into what those things that had happened unless the conversation goes there, unless the question is asked, but I don't think you need to just blurt out everything that was wrong. But if you're comfortable with talking about, hey, it didn't work out because of this, it didn't work out because we, drifted apart. It didn't work out because of whatever. Leave those questions there if to be asked. You don't need to come blurting everything out. But be comfortable in when you talk about your past. Don't dwell on your past. Every conversation doesn't need to be brought up that your ex-husband did this, that your ex-boyfriend did this, that your, you know, my my past relationships have always done this. It's fine to bring it up once or twice. Not every single conversation do we need to talk about your past. My feeling is that when you continue talking about your past, you are not over your past. You have not dealt with your past. You can bring it up in conversation when it comes up, and that's, and that's fine because it was brought up in conversation. You didn't just come out with it. You didn't lead with it. If it comes up in conversation, that's fine. If it bothers you that it comes up in conversation more times than you would like to, bring that up. Create that conversation. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. You know, I, I, it's not that I, I'm uncomfortable with my past, but I just I don't want to continue talking about my past. I want to focus on my future. I want to continue my future or talk about my future with you. You can go about it like that, you know, and that, again, like I said, that works both ways. So create that context, create that dialogue of, of how comfortable you are with your past. You definitely, as a, as a man, I don't want to talk to a woman and she's still angry about her, her past, about her ex-husband, about her ex-boyfriends. I don't want to deal with that because I know she has not dealt with that. And I know that whatever that issue is, she is, it it will come up again in your guys' relationship because she has not dealt with that. So if she's comfortable with her past, she doesn't dwell on it, that's a green flag. Number 2, have a great relationship with family, but yet they each know their boundaries. Great relationship with mom and dad. Great relationship, maybe they're divorced. You have great relationship with their significant others, new wives, whatever. You have great relationship with your brothers and sisters, with your cousins, and there's there's no family drama. Yes, every family does have drama. I'm not saying that you're looking for the perfect family around this person, but I believe that the ones that are closest to her, i.e., her parents, her grandparents, um, maybe her children, maybe her, you know, if she's got a, a siblings that are that live right there. If, if there is drama and there is strife in there, that will affect your guys' relationship. So you're looking for somebody who has a great relationship with, with parents, with grandparents, with siblings, but also they respect your boundaries. They should not just be coming over, walking through the door, and going through your house when you're not there. They should not just be telling you what you need to do all the time. You should be able to have that boundary of, of and the respect from them that you're a grown-ass adult. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for that boundary that they understand that you are your own person. This is your home. This is your apartment. This is your life. And they need to stay away, stay out. They can give input. It's your parents'. They can give input, or if you have a question, you're asking for advice, then they can give it to you, but it should not be pushed upon you. Okay, You're a grown-ass adult. Deal with your shit on your own. If you need help, ask for help. It should not just be thrown at you. So great relationship with parents. That's the second one. Number three, appropriate and respectful boundaries and limitations, but also make themselves vulnerable to you. As the relationship grows. She understands what you have gone through and understands the the boundaries that you have put up. Maybe the walls that you have put up, and she she respects that. She wants to understand you. She wants to help tear those walls down. A woman that can understand what you have been through in your past. Because you're trying to understand what she's been through in your past. There are some women out there that they do not care about what it what you have what you have dealt with, what you have grown from, where you have been, they do not care about that because they're selfish. They only care about you wanting to know about them and where you where they have come from. But she needs to show that to you. That goes that goes back to the the relationship boundaries. Okay? She needs to respect your boundaries. She needs to understand your limitations of what you're able to maybe acknowledge what you're able to move past the walls that you have up that you're, that you would like to tear down together in a relationship. That's going to take time. And she needs to understand that just like she has maybe some walls that are up that you both are going to tear down together. But as, as you want to understand her, she needs to understand you. It is a give and take situation. If, if she's not willing To understand your boundaries and limitations. How are you supposed to understand her boundaries and limitations? So take that for kind of an important one of where you need to set that, you know, set your boundaries, make them known, make them visible to her so that she understands where you're coming from. Number four is is a big one. It's a big one for me. It should be a big one for all single men out there. This should be a big one for all married men out there. She needs to have burning desire for you. Burning desire for you. If daddy needs a sandwich, she's going to make daddy a sandwich. All right? We've all seen that video. I cannot think of what the actor is or what show he was on. But they were talking there. If somebody talks smack to you, if somebody grabs you, somebody, you know, touches you inappropriately. He's there to protect you, to stand up for you, to handle that situation. You expect that from him. So you make daddy a sandwich. Okay. She has burning desire for you. She's putting in the time. She's wanting to be around you. She's wanting to meet your parents. She's wanting to meet your friends. She's wanting to take her time, take time away from herself and give it to you. She has that burning desire. Along with the burning desire. She needs to have it for only you. She's not seeking the attention of other men on social media. Or when you guys go out. Let's say you go out to the bar. She's not needing that attention from everybody else that's around. Okay. You guys go downtown. You go dancing. You go to Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife. And you have a couple of little cocktails. She's not looking for the attention from everybody else around her. She's wanting the attention from you, that burning desire. Married men, she needs to show you, even after two years, five years, ten years, twenty years of marriage, she needs to have that burning desire for you. She should not be going to outside sources for attention. Now, in return, you should be giving her that attention that she needs and craves But she should make that clear to you that I need this amount of attention from you, which is all of the attention, but we'll get into that later on of how much attention you give. But the outside attention of social media and outside sources. Burning desire for you and is not seeking the attention of other men. That is, I believe, an important one. Should be at the top of the list of married men as well as single men looking for green flags in women. That burning desire is a huge turn on. So, married women, if you are hearing this and you don't feel you don't feel like you're giving the utmost burning attention to your man, try it. Try it. It will change him. Number 5. You're looking for a woman who has been 3 to 6 months out of a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, or one full year away from a signed divorce. That's a green flag. Why is that a green flag? Because the red flags are I'm a week past this relationship. So now she's monkey branching. So that's what she's going to do to you. You're going to be in a relationship. She has not dealt with the past relationship. She has not healed from it. She has not learned from it, number one. She's going to monkey branch to you. Then she's going to monkey branch to the next and then monkey branch to the next. You're just going to be one in a lineup that she's going to have railroaded and then move on. Women who have not dealt with their past relationships, you know, like I said, three to six months, they have not taken all of that information in, processed it, she's going to hang on to that and it's going to affect the relationship that you have going forward. One year after divorce, Divorce sucks. Divorce is hard on both parties. One person is already gone before the divorce even happens in most cases. And they need to process that entire relationship. I like to give the advice and and, and I've done it myself. I'd like to give the advice of if you are the first one after the divorce don't do it or take it for what it's worth. Do not get attached. Do not get attached because it's, it's just not going to work out. If you want to be with her and be, you know, help her through be captain save You can do that, but do not expect that to be a long lasting relationship. Three to six months after boyfriend, girlfriend, one year past finalized divorce. And that's what we're looking for for green flags. That one year especially. And it might be more. It depends on the woman. It depends on what she's gone through. It depends on, on her boundaries and now the walls that she has put up. So it's going to depend on her. Three to six months, one full year. Is she, number six, is she financially stable? Is she good with bills? Is she good with her spending habits? How much money does she owe to other men? I can help you with this bill. Here's the money from a, a friend in air quotes. We all know what's going on there. Is she financially stable? She's got a career. She's got a job. She's got income coming in. Are all of her bills paid? Is she spending money frugalously? Is that the right word? Feverishly. Frugal? No, frugal means you're saving money. So is she spending money without any control? does she always have new shoes does she always have you know whatever new purses but her bills are not being paid there's a difference there if you're if you're all your bills are paid every month and you still have extra money then you're free to do what you want but you should be responsible why is this important because when you get married you're not, you should not be the sole person taking care of the house bills water power garbage the grocery list whatever else, the internet, the cell phones, cable TV, satellite, whatever. You should not be responsible for all the bills while she's going out spending money, okay? She needs to be responsible with her money. That's a green flag that you definitely want to look for. Financially stable. And, and in some cases, they're not financially stable. They don't have a constant paycheck coming in. That does not mean you're a bad person, but if you have spending habits that exceed the money coming in, That's a red flag. So as a green flag, we're looking for a financially stable, good with bills and spending habits, and doesn't owe other men, in air quotes, money. Because those favors are being repaid somehow. Number seven, can she control her ambition of being the controlling one and the jealous one? And is there room for compromise? Independent women are independent for a reason, because they have to be if they have kids. If they have been through many guys and it's just not working out for them, so they they create this control issue when it comes to a man comes into their life because they've they've not only had to but needed to to survive. So now, does that controlling issue does that expand expand to you? Does she start controlling you? If you get a text message from a buddy, does she automatically jump to what ho is that texting you? That jealousy. You know, you go out with your friends. Are you able to go out with your friends without her? having a fit about it without her wanting to fight you about it without her ruining your time while you're out with your friends that jealousy issue so we're looking for a woman the green flag is this is if can she control her controlling attributes can she control her jealousy because all women are all women are jealous all women don't want to compete They do not want to compete with the next best thing. And then like I had already mentioned in today's social media, in today's society of apps and everything right at your fingertips, it's very easy for you to find the next best thing. And again, when I get down to the number 15 here, I number 15 is the biggest one. It is number one by far. And I'm saving it to the last for, for that exact reason. But Can she control her controlling ambitions? Can she control her jealousy? If she can, that's a green flag. While she is trying to be controlling, while she's trying to not be jealous, will she compromise with you? She understands that she does have some sort of a control issue. She does have some sort of jealousy. Men, you should be going, going into a relationship knowing that an independent woman is going to have some control issues. She's going to have some jealousy issues. You should know this going in. If you're not, you're dumb. You should know this already. Can she control them? And will she compromise with you? Does she understand that she has these? She's going to work on them. She has to trust you. If there is no trust in the relationship, you have no relationship, you need to leave. Might be out of your hands, might be from your past, but you can grow from your past. Your past should not affect your future, especially with the person that you are with. What you have done in your past, if you're honest with yourself and you've actually worked on it, you understood what your faults are, you should be relieved of that in this relationship. I don't believe things carry forward. I do, though, will take a step back and say you need to be cautious and aware, but it should not hinder you from the happiness of your new relationship. So will she be compromising in those two aspects? Number eight, is she reliable? Meaning when you make a plan, I'll step back. Life does happen. Things do come up. But when you make a plan and you make 10 plans in a row and something always comes up, some situation always ruins the plan, uh, the plans get canceled, I forgot, I double booked us. You know, or she she just doesn't want to do the plan on the day of. We've talked about it for two months. We've had this plan for two months, and then the day of, you just say you don't want to do it. Is she reliable? When you make a plan, does she stick to the plan? Now, I've already prefaced, life does happen. So you make a plan, life comes up. We made a plan to go camping for the weekend. It totally is downpouring rain. Who the fuck wants to kill camping in the rain? Okay. Some people do. Some people do. This guy does not like to go camping in the rain, so he does not. So we're going to find something else to do. How does she react? How does she react if something comes up and now your plans change? If she rolls with it, if she is cool with it, if she, you know, just goes with the flow, that's a green flag the the red flag is the canceling of plans is always changing is always when you make a plan something happens something always comes up in air quotes she's always the one that busts the plans then that becomes a red flag so the green flag to look for here is the is the just roll with the punches is she cool about the plans being changed and does she stick to the plans we plan on going floating down the river We've had it planned for a month and a half. The day comes, oh, I don't feel like going now. Okay, well, I'm going. I'm going to go hang out with our friends, and I'm going to go float the river. How does she react? That's what we've had. That's what we've had on the books. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to go. Why should I take from my fun just because eh, you don't want to go? Before we move on with the show, I just wanted to bring the light couple websites that we got going on here. MrFreedomStick.com. M-I-S-T-E-R. FreedomStick.com. That's where you'll find Just a Pinch of Patriot podcast. It's where you'll find Kramer Says podcast. That's where you'll find a little extra Lambo. MrFreedomStick.com. It is for patriots. It is for those wanting to spread the word on realistic problems that are in our lives right now for the good of the United States. It's for the good of the people. Instead of being censored, instead of being shut down, instead of being silenced, go check out mrfreedomstick.com and hit that like button for him as well. Also Nomad Pro Customs, just like Mr. Freedom Stick does. He brings to light military businesses. I want to bring to light Nomad Pro Customs. Nomad Pro Customs is a military owned, veteran owned company Uh, by Caesar Cass it's for your baseball gloves it's for your softball gloves he has some apparel he has some batting gloves but 100% custom leather batting gloves or leather fielding gloves for your son for your daughter for you and it is 100 100% military veteran owned nomadprocustoms.com also Crave Eat Strengths Nightlife, you know about them, you know about Jacob and the staff, you know about the well drinks, you know about the jello shots, you know about their menu. Get down there, tell them Lambo sent you, and be sure to tip your waiters. That's what I got for you. Check out those two websites. Check out Crave Eat Strengths Nightlife. And now on to the rest of the show. Lifelong friends, number nine. Does she have lifelong friends? And I don't mean from birth, from one, from two. It could be from college, from high school, you know, anything like that. She's been at a job for 15 years. Does she have friends from from work for 15 years? Does she have those type of friends, or does it seem like she's got a new best friend every week, and then the one that she had four weeks ago is no longer in her life? Does she bounce In that situation, when a woman bounces from friend to friend to friend to friend to friend, she's using that friend for what she can scalp from them and then move to the next and then the next. How do you know she's not doing that to you? If she can have and retain lifelong friends from high school, from college, from the beginning of her job 15 years ago, if she can retain those friends and they're always in her life, then she can show you some commitment to within your life that this is something she's going to stick around and and make work are most of her friends or are most of her friends cyber friends they're on her facebook they're on her snapchat they're on her tiktok they're on her whatever other social media is out there are most of her friends virtual or are they real if they're virtual That means she has no commitment to anybody. All she has to do is delete the app. She's lost all those friends, in air quotes, friends. So she can do the same thing to you. She can just move on from you just like she can them. In a relationship, I don't believe she should have all of those apps. I don't believe she needs to have that attention, especially an app like Snapchat because From my experience, no good can come from an app like Snapchat, especially when you're in a committed relationship. That's a conversation that you need to have. Number 10, is she positive? Is she funny? Does she have a good sense of humor? Is she optimistic about her future? And this kind of goes back to number one with discussing her past. If she, if she is not able to get past her exes and everybody else is to blame, she is not going to have a good outlook on her future. Is she positive? If she's a negative person, everybody else is the problem. It is not her. Everything else is the problem. Everything else she complains about. Everything else she has bad words to say about. That is not a positive person. That is not an optimistic person to the future. Is she funny? Does she have a sense of humor? Can she take a joke? Those are all green flags right there that we're looking for. She is funny. She makes the right joke at the right time. She laughs at your jokes at the right time. She's got a great sense of humor. She talks about her future and where we're both going. Or she talks about her goals of what she would like to achieve. And you know that you're a part of those plans that optimist that optimism is very sexy it's a it's a huge turn on and is she just positive in general that is a huge green flag i have dated these negative girls i've dated these girls that have nothing good to say about anybody else and it's a such a downer man it takes away from all of the good times that you're going to have from a good dinner it just takes away from it and these this negativity just grows and grows and grows and grows until there's a, you know, it's like a, it's like a pot of boiling water sitting on the stove. You know, the, the boils, the, the water starts bubbling just a little bit. It starts growing just a little bit. And then, but eventually it gets going, 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 and then it overflows. That's what negativity builds. That's how negativity builds and then it explodes. Negative, 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 negative. It gets a little harder, you know, and then eventually it overflows the pot. That's what negativity in a person's life does to somebody. So we're looking for those green flags. Is she funny? Does she have a sense of humor? Does she take a joke? Does she have a positive outlook on the future? That's what we're looking for. That's, those are all green flags. Number 11. Does she take responsibility for her past and her actions? This kind of feeds off of number 10. Does she take responsibility for her past and her actions or is everybody else to blame? It is not my fault. It's not my fault that the relationship didn't work. He's the douchebag. He's the asshole. He's the one that did this. I had nothing. He's the problem. All of my exes are all the problem. It's not me. It's all of my exes. I'm perfect. It's not me. I had no hand in, that, in, in what happened. Right there, that's a red flag. If she's able to say... I didn't give him the burning desire he was looking for. I really wasn't interested and I was trying to make it work and it just wasn't working. If she is if she can take accountability for her actions, that's a red flag. You need to understand and this goes for both sides. The person that you are with is not perfect. They are nobody on this goddamn earth is perfect. They everybody has faults. And you need to understand that and you need to not let what has happened in their past affect your outlook upon them for your future. Because everybody's had a past. Everybody's had to deal with things differently or at least the information that they have had at that exact moment, they made a decision and they stuck with it. Was it the right decision? Was it the wrong decision? Should not affect how you look at them for your future. Now, I will take another step back right there. If, that, if a person makes wrong decision after wrong decision after wrong decision after wrong decision after wrong decision, pretty confident that they're just going to continue making the wrong decisions. If that's the type of chaos that you want in your life, that can either be a red flag or a green flag. But I don't know too many people who are wanting that type of chaos in their life. If they're not not holding themselves accountable for their past relationships, they will not take accountability for their problems going forward. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for going forward and how does it fit into our life. As a man, when you're looking for a woman, you want her to complement your life. You want her to be by your side. You want her to have that burning desire for you. Don't make my life complicated Be a part of my life and grow with me. Don't complicate my life. And if she shows a string of bad habits and a string of bad decisions, you should pretty well be confident that those decisions will keep going forward. Unless she acknowledges these are my bad decisions and I'm trying to work past them. Maybe you can help, but there has to be limitations. There has to be a breaking point of some, of some point that you are just not going to go forward anymore with this. But that has to be on you and your decision with that. But I believe everybody does deserve a chance to build upon the bad decisions of their of their past and make them better. Help them work through it. Maybe there's something that you excel in that she does not, and you're able to make it work between the two. Okay, so take that in the situation, I guess, of, of the person that she is. The green, the green flag that we're looking for is her admitting the responsibility of her past. I, I did do this in my past. This is where I messed up. This is where I'm wrong. I will work on this going forward. That's the green flag. Number 12, can she take constructive criticism? Can she take direction? Can she take a joke? Constructive criticism. I dated a girl who didn't know how to check the fluid in her in her car, her wash fluid. <laughs> so my constructive criticism is, hey, come out here and let me show you how to do this and where to check for it. I don't need to do that. When I service my car, they'll do it for me there. And then the next the next thing is, how dare you try to be my father? <laughs> That's not constructive criticism. That's something your father should have showed you. I'm just here to help you for when you're at the grocery store and you, you've used up all your wash fluid and there's shit all over your windshield, you can then fill it and then get home. Can she take direction? You know how to do something very well. She does not know how to do something at all so the direction would be you telling her what she needs to do so that way you can that goal that job whatever can get can get completed can she take direction you know what you're doing very well or is she going to hold that against you you're just trying to be an asshole you're just trying to be controlling how about you just let me do it my way how is she The red flag is heard telling you, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to do it my way. That's a red flag. The green flag is, hey, you know what you're talking about 100%. I'm just going to do it your way because that's the best way to get it done. Okay, there. Now the compromise is, if you don't know for certain, 100%, this is how you do it. The compromise needs to be, I have a feeling that this is how we do it. Why don't we, you know, you can either try to do it, just do it this way, or we can try it your way, and then, you know, we'll figure out which way works best. There needs to be that compromise. But if you are 100% certain that you know how to do it this way, then that needs to be expressed. I am 100% certain I know how to do this. And then she should go, okay, I trust you. I'm just going to do it this way. Can she take a joke? In in a lot of fights, in a lot of fights that do come up, something is said. (laughs) Something is said. Um, I'm I'm trying to come up with something, and I'm I am drawing a huge blank. But something is said. Um, your wife, your girlfriend, she's making lasagna. You have had her mom's lasagna okay and and her lasagna and your your wife or girlfriend's lasagna is really good and you just want to make a joke about something because she was she's kind of doubting it or whatever and you say and you you know you say something like well your mom's was better or your mom didn't do it that way or whatever you're making a joke of it but if she overreacts if she gets all pissy about it if she gets all pouty about it that's a red flag she should understand, now I guess you get you do have to read the room a little bit, okay? Do read the room, but if it's just an honest joke, how is she going to take the joke? How does she take constructive criticism? If she's able to take it of, hey, I'm going to show you how to fill up your, your wash fluid. Why don't you come out here and let me show you? I'm going to show you how to air up the tires in your car. I'm going to show you what that little indicator is on your car that says you have a flat tire or your, or your pressure is different in your tires. Constructive criticism, direction, and can she take a joke? Number 13, we have three more to go. Number 13, can she resolve conflict like an adult in a constructive manner or is she violent? Can she control her angry outbursts? Can she resolve conflict like an adult? Can she use her words and not be an asshole? Can she use her words to bring light to whatever the issue is or does she just start yelling? Does she start throwing temper tantrums? Does she break something? Does she start throwing things around? Can she con- can she resolve conflict like an adult? in a constructive manner, or is she violent? Does she just want to start swinging? Some girl looks at her wrong. Does she just want to pick a fight? Does she just want to start throwing punches? Does she start yelling and cursing and being vulgar? I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, that girl didn't even notice you. She was just looking in the same direction as you. How does she resolve conflict? And can she control her angry outburst? I'm a ginger. I'm a redhead. I can get angry like that. Can you control it? Somebody says something to you. Something says something about your girl. Something says something about, someone says something about your mom. You can bet old Lambo is on fire right now. What is the outcome going to be? Can you control your angry outbursts? Okay? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for that green flag of can you control the angry outbursts? Do you just start spitting with your mouth, with your words, in angry, vulgar tones? Can you control it? Okay, That's what we're looking for. We're looking for that green flag. Number 14, does she take care of herself physically? Does she dress nice? Does she dress respectfully? Does she dress cleanly? Okay? We're not wearing pajamas out to the store. We're not wearing pajamas out everywhere. We're, we're, we're actually making ourselves presentable to the world. Do you always need to be? No. When you're with your husband, and I think married women can can take this one, can take this one to their husband and ask them. When we go to the store, I don't expect my wife to be, to the nines, like we're going out to a, you know a five star restaurant. I don't expect that, but I also don't expect her to be in her pajamas every goddamn time we go out. If it happens once or twice, we're making a quick trip to the store for eggs. I don't need you to get dressed up for that. We're gonna go get eggs. We're gonna come back. We're gonna make breakfast. But if we have, if we've gone grocery shopping four, five, six, seven times in a row, and you have put in zero effort you should want to look good for your husband because other people are around. And of course he's going to say, oh, I don't need that. I don't need you to put on a show just for me. But trust me, he does. He wants other people to see the beautiful woman that he is with. Do you need to be dressed up to the nines like you're going to a five-star, six-star restaurant? No. But putting in some effort... To go to the store, to go to the movies, to go to dinner. Put in some effort so that everybody else can see the beautiful woman that he is with. Trust me on this. That might sound shallow, but that is the cold hard truth. Put in some effort for your husband. And you will see a difference in him. If you think that your husband is acting differently, check yourself First, what are you doing to make the relationship better? Be honest with yourself. Because every relationship, both of you are at, are at fault. What are you doing to make your situation better? If you went to the store last time with just your pajamas on, your hair up, messy, whatever, maybe the next time you go, you actually put on a nice, nice pair of pants and... You know, you do something. You do your hair nice. Maybe a little lipstick. Okay, something. I don't care. But make other people go, God damn, he's lucky to have her. Put some pride into what you do. Does she take care of herself? Does she dress nice, respectful, clean? Uh, does she show interest in her hair and nails but isn't obsessed over them? I like a woman that has nice, clean nails. She puts in her time to get them done. That's what makes her feel sexy. That's what makes her feel attractive. And I like that because that's what she likes to do. She likes to get her hair done. She likes to have it, you know, just perfect because that's her. That, but I don't want somebody to obsess over. And, the, and everybody knows what the difference is. If we don't have the money to get that done, she'll find other ways to get her, her nails done. Hopefully when we're in the situation that we don't have to worry about that, that she can just make her nails appointment. She can make her hair appointment because I know it makes you feel sexy. And if you feel sexy, I'm going to feel that as well. Because she's not only getting it done for herself, maybe 90%, I guess could be for herself, but she's also doing it for her husband because it makes her look good when, when they're together be respectful of what you're wearing and the green flag is she takes care of herself she takes care of her nails she takes care of her her uh hair she smells good god i love a good one a woman that smells amazing (sighs) sorry um Does she show interest in herself, and she? but she doesn't obsess over it. The, the green flag is her caring about herself. She cares about herself enough to put herself up a little bit to go to the grocery store. She's not always wanting to look like a slob. Number 15, the most important one. And this comes from a conversation that I had with a friend of mine about his, his stepson and a, and a relationship issue that he's going through right now. She might be a 9 out of 10. She might be an 8 out of 10 right now. This young couple has not lived life yet. They're living life. They're starting to. They're starting to make things happen. She is in the party girl phase, and he is not in the party girl phase. He's not in that party phase. He wants to move on with their their lives together or separately. She wants her to move past that, but a woman is not going to move out of that party phase until she's damn well good and ready to, until she's gone through all the guys that she wants to go through, until she's drank all the liquor she wants to and gotten that out of her system she is not going to move from that part that party phase and then move into the epiphany phase of what she's actually looking for you cannot drag a woman out and into the other one she has to do it on her own and that's where a lot of good men they leave this girl because a lot of good men see the value that this woman might have but she's not ready so they th- this guy is this guy leaves He might stick around for a little bit, but he ain't going to stick around forever. There are lots of other girls who are in this epiphany phase or beyond that still have a lot to offer. This girl is not getting better in her life. She's partying. This man sees something else in somebody else that he's attracted to. He doesn't need this party girl anymore. You want to party all the time and not move forward in your life? Stay there and have fun. Nothing wrong with it. But don't expect this man to waste his life by waiting for you. Because he has a life to live as well. He should not be held hostage waiting for you. Number 15. Are you attracted to her and will continue to be attracted to her when she gets old and frumpy? (laughs) And those are two bad words. Old and frumpy. But it's the cold hard truth. You want your man to be attracted to you when you first meet, to the first time he asks you to marry him, when you both say, I do, the first kid you have, the graduation of that child, 20 years after that. You still want to be attracted to that person that you were with when you first noticed her twirling her hair. You still want that. I think any woman wants that. Any man should want that as well because you're not just attracted to her looks. No relationship is going to last for 50 years if all you're attracted to is her looks because that shit gets old, that shit gets frumpy, and it does not last. A woman's looks will go down the older that she gets where a man's will stay Constance, the George Clooney effect. It's the Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise and the girl from, from Top Gun. Um, I cannot think of her name. God dang it. I can see her face though, but it's the, it's the, the teacher to where they're at now. I mean, she looks like she's goddamn 85 years old right now. Tom Cruise still looks like he's 40. That's what, that's what happens. But if you are still together 20 years past that, you're not just attracted to her looks, you're attracted to more. Number 15, are you attracted to her and will continue to be attracted to her even when she gets old and frumpy? There has to be more that you build your relationship on than just her looks. We're taking all of these other green flags and we're putting them into number 15 because that's what we're attracted to. We're attracted to her personality. We're attracted to her, her how, how she reacts to her hobbies, her kindness, her friendship, the other things she has to offer you, not just her looks. The green flag. Is there more to her than just her looks? There has to be. Because when she gets old and frumpy, and please, women, I do not mean that negatively. When she gets old and frumpy, what else are you going to be attracted to? You have to find that woman who you are attracted to in all aspects of her life, not just her looks. Yes, you do need to be attracted to her. When you first meet, you need to be attracted to her because of her looks. That's what opens the door. That is not shallow, ladies. That is not shallow at all. Your looks are what make you attracted to somebody. But those looks will not last. You have to have something more in your relationship to make your relationship last. Maybe you are the the one that stays gorgeous throughout your entire relationship. That is how he should look at you. Don't get me wrong. That is how he should look at you. You're still gorgeous. 50 years have gone by. You are still just as gorgeous as the day I met you. But all of these other things are what keep you in a relationship. That is the show, the green flags. This is what we're looking for in a relationship, Guys. This is the this, These are the good things we're looking for. Not about the red flags today. You need to balance the red flags to the green flags. There should not be more red flags than green flags. You need to find what makes you happy. I, I already said I believe it's two green flags for every one red flag. Some people out there believe it should be five, six, ten. Ten. I mean, that, I think that's absurd. Ten green flags for every one red flag. That's that's just unrealistic. You have to make it realistic, and I believe two to every one. But you also need to compromise. If she's willing to take accountability, if she's willing to hold herself accountable, if she's willing to work and work on her red flags and get better. Every two green flags she has to one red flag. And that's where you can help her. Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife Downtown, as I've already mentioned, but also get the Dry Fly. Get the Dry Fly. Get the vodka. Get the bourbon. Get the whiskey. Get those canned cocktails. Head down to Dry Fly Distilling. Go see my guy, Randy. Randy Arts, he's in the kitchen. They have an amazing menu, and he is always trying out new recipes. He's always trying out new things. I follow him on Instagram, and the things that he puts on there, I'm like, God dang, I really want to get down there, and I want to eat that. Or he'll say, hey, Lambo, come on over to the house. He's like, I'm working on this. Let me know what you think. We, I, I took my daughter there. Took my daughter to Crave, or not Crave, uh, Dry Fly, sorry. Took, him, took her down there. We had a nice meal. It was for her home, uh, homecoming dance. That's where I took her to, and he brought out some, uh, he brought out some moose. He's like, hey, I'm working on this recipe. What do you think? How do you, how does how does this taste? Oh my goodness, just melting your mouth moose. <laughs> say that five times fast. He's working on stuff. Get down there. Go go eat in the in the restaurant. Have him tell him tell him Aunt Lambo sent you, and uh, he'll be like, God dang, don't listen to that guy. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't say that. But follow me. Follow him. Uh, Crave eats, drinks, nightlife as well. And then dry fly distilling. Thank you for listening to the show. This is the green flag show. This is what we're looking for when it comes to relationships. When we're putting it all together. When we think we found the one that we're looking for. How many green flags are there over the red flags? This has been the big Lamboski. This is Ben a Lambo. I am Kevin Lamberting, your host. This is a little extra Lambo. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell and come back and listen to the next show. Peace.